there's more shit than spice, I would say. Check, check it, check it, check it, check. Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Oh, just splendid. That's nice to hear. It's a glorious day for me. Why? Well, I'm kidding. It's not, actually. It's pretty shit. Oh, come on. Run with it. <laughs> Lie to me. It's, it's a glorious day because the sun is shining. The flowers are blooming. The... Animals are shitting all over my doorstep. Beautiful. I have pictures of you in sort of a Snow White-esque, or, or maybe it's Cinderella with the birds on your shoulders. and. No, that would be Snow White, I think. Whatever. Is it? I don't know. I mean, they probably both have birds on their shoulders. Does it really matter? No, although, for the record, a bird shit on my head last week. Really? Yep. Cool. Tell I, me about I it. I think I had enough gel in my hair, though, that it actually kind of deflected it, so it wasn't as bad as it could have been. Your gel deflected bird shit? Well, my my plastic hard hair <laughs> made it sort of ricochet a bit. So did you wipe it off, or did you just rub it in? I styled my hair. Hmm. Exciting, isn't well, it? <laughs> well, it's good to know I still control uh, nature to that uh, degree. Mm. Well, at least it was just a bird. Yeah, well, I'm still working on my power over bigger animals. What's that called when you control the beasts? Come on, it's like a geek video game thing. <laughs> I don't know. Beastmaster? Right? No, like, you know, in Ultima, when you learn how to... Um... I never played Ultima. Oh, okay. Um, but I know what you mean because I did play yeah. Dungeons and Dragons. So I, yeah. yeah, like being able to mind control animals was one of the skills that you could work your way up to. Yeah, I, I obviously never got there, or I would know what it's called. It's, it's I, di I didn't have that power. Yeah, I don't know. I uh, can't tell you what it is. All right, we'll make something up then. It's Animalology, <laughs> animaloscopy, zoology. Animal Yes, those damn zoologists and their mind control. When will they stop? <laughs> you know what I found on the internet today? Uh, there's a book about extraterrestrial sex fetishists. Is that like the... Uh... What the fuck kind of fetish is that? I don't know, but there's like a I mean, there's a website with with uh, naked chicks dressed up as Klingons. Okay, well that might be a little different. Klingons. Um, That's true. I it 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 might be kind of uh, stretching it to call it extraterrestrial. Right. Exactly. Anyway, well, my question is: What is the point of having a fetish you could never realistically satisfy? I mean, if the thought of sex with an alien gets you off, well, what the hell do you do about it? <laughs> I don't know. I was just thinking I fantasize about sex with a woman and, you know, 
I hold hold that fantasy, although it never happens. I don't know if you could call that a fetish. <laughs> but you know, you know what I'm saying, right? Yes. Have you ever well, heard of this? No. Some of these I mean, people like, might believe that that yes, a, a it is going to happen. A foot fetishist could get a hold of feet, even p- potentially have a couple of their own. <laughs> They're desperate, yeah. but it's not like you can just call the alien hotline and order one up. See what I'm saying? Yep. Yeah, I don't so know. It, That's an odd thing. And and alien, like what? What kind of alien? I don't know. Maybe you know. Maybe it's broken down into several groups of. Because I, I don't know. You know, there's the I don't know, like what they they call like the Greys and the something and something else mm. or whatever. There's like the X Files right. kind of alien. But of course, like prior to the seventies, no, well, prior to the fifties, aliens look like Scandinavians. Really? <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah. Well, see, then I would say that uh, you know people might have a Scandinavian fetish, and that it would no longer be an extraterrestrial fetish. Yes. Per se. <laughs> Jesus. That is true. But have you ever heard of this or no? No. Okay, because I was kind of hoping you could fill me in. I thought it might be something you may have knowledge of. No, no, I... I, (laughs) Surprisingly enough, I do not. I haven't heard of that before. Anyway, I think you should look into it. I think it's actually more appropriate for you than the the fuzzy, wuzzy, furry, fluffy, plushy fetish. (laughs) That's all. Well, speaking so, uh, speaking about uh, unrealized fetishes, a new episode of Tiki Bar TV came out, and uh, I must say that uh, <laughs> that that seeing Lala just makes me realize how lonely I actually am. Really? Yes. Uh, I I noticed like a, a heavy masturbation trend when a Tiki Bar episode comes out. Ew. I mean, it's trend in your household or beyond that? Worldwide? Global? Well, I'm sure that it, that it's more widespread than just my, my kitchen. But could, could you please not use the term widespread and your kitchen but, and uh, your bodily functions in the same conversation? But, you know, I can only speak for uh, what I know. I was talking about food sex with somebody a couple of days ago. I don't think I've ever actually done anything that qualifies. Whipped cream, though? Everyone's done whipped cream. I don't think I have. I am a food sex virgin. Whipped cream and strawberries? Nope. Hmm. I thought that was a mandatory thing. I think it is. That's why I'm a little pissed off. I think if I tried it, I would want to do it with a, a major foodaholic. Is that such a thing? You know, like a big, slobby, fat guy that's more interested in the food than the sex. Because <laughs> then it would just be a, a really cool observation thing, you know? Would you like the pie or this? <laughs> <laughs> Which pie would you like? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, it would be funny. Look, it's a double layer. And more more surface area, right? So, yeah, more more stuff to put food on. Because I don't think food sex applied to me would be a hell of a lot of fun. You'd run out of space so fast. Uh, you know what? It, it's, uh, it's a big pain in the ass. 
and messy, I would think. Yeah, it's messy. It's sticky, but not in in a good way for a little while. But yeah, I'm kind of picturing the novelty wears off. Let's put it that way, or at least for me, (laughs) anyway. I think I'd probably, you know, find like the 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 guys from TTN, John and Scott. I hear they're big fellas, (laughs) you know, and and do like a TTN word horror food sex special or something. <laughs> I think they're from Chicago as well, so I could, you know, load them up with pizza and what else is Chicago known for? Gangsters? Yeah. <laughs> Cover them in delicious gangsters. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I don't think it would be fun with unless the person was like seriously into food. I mean, if they're that much into food, then they'd be probably content to eat a bowl of something rather than eat it off someone. Well, that's kind of neither here nor there. <laughs> <laughs> that, then that would just be masturbation, wouldn't it? <laughs> I guess I'll just leave. I'll just leave you alone with your bowl. <laughs> oh. Want to read a story? Yeah, sure. That's what we're here for. What's in the bag, bitch? It's uh, poetry. <gasps> Fuck you. Cluxum Cockadoodle Animus book. The Director's Cut edition. Director's Cut? I don't think we've ever had a Director's Cut yeah. before. Um, yeah, Cluxum Cocka something uh, anus. Cockadoodle anus. <laughs> Cockadoodle anus. Cluck some cockadoodle animus. The director's cut by Marty Zilla. Yes. And Marzuki. <laughs> Introduction. Unabridged. For the hen house, this is a story of great strife. About a day two farmers came after a rooster's life. Um, you said that like they were coming, came. <laughs> I think it's like came after, like went after, right? <laughs> I, I could not tell you how I said it. All right. Never mind. Part the first, the ultimate rooster in the galaxy. Our rooster is staunch and proud. His body muscular... His voice is loud. He is the one all other chickens fear. His majestic name none can smear. Crammed with muscle and jammed with charm, he is without doubt the toughest animal on the farm. His name is Cluxum, Cockadoodle Animus Book, and he makes Hercules look like a pussy sook. What's a sook? I have no idea. Whatever. What? Huh? Rooster's my Chinese zodiac sign. Oh, yeah? That's not really a zodiac. We talked about that before anyway. My Chinese year (laughs) animal. It is. It's the Chinese zodiac. Whatever. Part two. So you're a cock. I'm a cock. I knew it. I'm a cock. I might just be one of the biggest cocks on the planet. (laughs) Part two, 
those two evil bastards, a.k.a. Let's get ready to rumble! The farmers came for him. They wanted him dead. One bore a tomahawk to cut off his head. Quietly they opened the door to the hen house, and each crept in as stealthily and silent as a mouse. Cluxum sat opposite the door, perched atop a cage near the floor, clucking excitedly with several attractive hens. He hardly even registered the two approaching men. Slowly they approached our prize chook, while wearing on their faces a nasty smug look. Reaching him, each pulled his hands from behind his back. One man held the hatchet, the other a sack. This is cool. It's like Dr. Seuss. I'm not against this kind of poetry. <laughs> it's the touchy-feely up-your-ass poetry I don't like. You mm. know what I mean, right? You know, the kitten blood stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about, sister. I know what you're talking about. Part three, round one. As the farmers prepared to make their move, wise old Grandma Bwark Gurk awoke from her snooze. And before even one second could pass, she squawked, Watch out, Cluxum! They're going to kill your ass! A farmer reached down to clutch Cluxum by the neck, but Cluxum drew blood from his hand with a mighty peck. The man let loose a howl of rage as our hero squawked, flipped him the bird, and bolted off the cage. Um, that's funny. But roosters <laughs> don't have fingers. Technically not. They have talons. What kind of talons? <laughs> Large talons. <laughs> to the other side of the room he waddled and fled. Both men pursued, bloodthirsty, determined to see him dead. Cockfight. Mm. Excellent. Sword fight. Uh, <laughs> sword fight? Oh, <laughs> he. Did I tell you about that? Cross, cross streams. No, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, shit. Never mind. Probably something else that you shouldn't have opened your mouth about. <laughs> yeah, no, I shouldn't have. Let's pretend I didn't say it. Okay. Part four, the chook tab. The hen house was alive with clucking and squawking. As chooks quickly placed bets in a flurry of chatter and talking, the young virgin hens could see their hero's chances were slim. So they prayed to Cock-a-Doodle-Doo, the chicken god, to favor Cluxum with a win. Grandma Gurk screeched encouragement with all her might, but it was all lost with the rest of the noise in the fight. Is Grandma Gurk a chicken? I don't know. I would imagine so. The first time you were, you said her name, it had more words in it, and I was picturing Bjork in that swan dress. <laughs> I wonder if birds follow her around. Probably. I wonder if birds follow that bird. She's nuts, right? Oh, yeah. No doubt. Mad as a hatter. Mad as a chicken. Hen. But she's rooster, cute. Cock. <laughs> you think she's cute? She's totally your type. She's cute. She's she's got she's got that like wacky, quirky, pixie thing you go for. Yeah, and and 
And you know what? Perhaps I have an alien fetish because she fucking looks. Uh, She's a little alien, yeah. She, lo- she yeah, looks with the like wide set eyes. Yeah. And I bet she's got like quirky little titties too. I I have no doubt. I can't picture her body right now. She might have boobs. I'm I could be wrong. I think she has small boobs. Part five, round two, aka pecked in the pecker. Cluxum reached the far wall and turned to face his foe. They were right on him. They were not moving slow. A farmer crouched down low, intending to inflict the finishing blow. He swung the tomahawk sideways through the air. Doubtless it would have taken Cluxum's head off if it was there. So when the hatchet got stuck in a wooden post, Cluxum darted forward and pecked him where it hurts the most. Downward, while cradling his jewels, he proceeded to crash. He fell face first into a murky bird bath. Splash! I'm not even fucking mad that it rhymes. Part six, and the crowd goes wild. The hen house exploded with crows' screeches and squeaks. Not a single chicken could have been found close beat. On spastically elastic legs, they bobbed and bounced and clapped and flapped as the farmer was brutally trounced. We're going to have to make lots of, like, chicken noises and squawking <laughs> and stuff. Can you make chicken noises? Hey, that's pretty good. Now flap your feathers. Shake your tail feather. Part seven, round three. The second farmer set his foot at Cluxum in a wide-sweeping search, but missed him and drove his shin into a sturdy wooden perch. Before he could begin to wallow in pain, Cluxum went on the attack again. He flew up and clutched the farmer by the lip, who flailed and shook, but couldn't break the vice-like grip. The rooster jackhammered his forehead with his beak. The farmer stumbled and fell back. His knees were weak. He toppled backward into the door, which then smashed. He fell unconscious. His head he'd bashed. This is spectacular. It's the best poem ever. I refuse to call it a poem. No, it's an epic do you think people have chicken fetishes? I'm sure they do. Feathers are kind of sexy. Did you ever see uh, Pink Flamingos by John Waters? Um, no. That's a no. <laughs> There's no thinking about it. You would know if you'd seen it. Why, is it uh, dirty? In in that, uh, someone fucks a chicken. Ugh. Fuck off. Are you serious? There are chicken fuckers? There's a chicken fucker. Yeah, and then he goes and fucks his mother. Played by Divine. Am I crazy to think that I saw a movie where some kid bit the head off of a chicken? Uh, I've seen footage of people in basic training or survival training that bite the heads off live chickens, but... No, this is... This is... Oh, it's like a really dark... Comedy? Fucking movie. No, I don't think it's funny at all. 
like really really dark obscure movie and I have no idea what it is right now but this kid is like tormented by bullies and he has this pet chicken they stick the chicken's head in the kid's mouth and they're making um cock sucking references right and the kid bit the chicken's head off hmm and it was his like beloved pet chicken. It was oh fucking disturbing. I never saw it. Now I'm upset. <laughs> That's sad. You shouldn't you shouldn't eat your own chicken. No matter who's picking on you. There's so there's no reason for that. You shouldn't eat your own cock. You shouldn't. Uh, at least not bite it. I mean <laughs> if you can if you can get it in there, you shouldn't be biting it. <laughs> then you should be the envy of all the boys. <laughs> Part the last. Show's over, folks. Through the doorway, sunlight streamed and poured. As chickens rushed for freedom in a chattering, cluckering horde. But Cluxum flew up to join Grandma Girk on the roof of her stall and stood towering proudly over his foes, lying in their groaning sprawl. He put a supporting wing around her frail body, pulling her near, while she gave him a peck on the cheek for being such a nice dear. Together they hopped down onto the sawdust floor and stomped violently over the second farmer and out the door. That was Cluxum Cockadoodle Animus book by Marty Zilla. I adore it. Or Marty Zilla. Ooh, I hope he hasn't found an illustrator yet. I would love to animate that. That would be fucking fun. And then we can do the movie version with Bjork. <sighs> You know, assuming you know, the, the illustrated book earns enough money to be able to afford her for the movie. Right? Yes, the but live I refuse, action version. I refuse to let Jim Carrey play the part of the farmer or the rooster. Mm. Fuck him. <laughs> Maybe Danny DeVito should be a uh, up. <gasps> oh, Danny DeVito would make an awesome lead rooster. You realize that boy wrote that whole epic poem without the word cock? Is there no cock in there? There was not a single cock in there. Other than cock-a-doodle-doo, you're, you're right. Yeah, I know I am. Bjork! 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 I suggest that we try making a phone call right now. That sounds good to me. So let's try out this uh, newfangled uh, fucking system. I don't want to talk tech. Just make the goddamn call. All right, who am I calling? Angry phone guy. Well, you're on the air with pressing buttons in the word whore. Long time, mister. I've been working on some things. Oh, good. Oh, no. What kind of things? Celebrity street beat. Oh, oh no. Bring it on. Here's the here's the deal. I got a friend who knows a friend who's the fucking head of a night shift at a hotel, a real swanky hotel. He's like uh, a famous um, bakery guy. 
mm-hmm. and he uh you know he does those cakes the french cakes and uh, so he's like know, a pastry chef yeah he's a pastry guy right he goes and does all that stuff and he's worth working at one of these big swanky hotels in new york so the guy i know knows his buddy and he gets a fucking call at four in the morning one night at home and uh, <laughs> it's from the hotel and they're screaming that he has to come into work Mm-hmm. And it's right in, you know, Manhattan. Turns out, this was a couple of years ago, but it's still fresh enough to be news. So it turns out that, that Elton John's staying there, and he just finished a fucking concert or whatever. He's, he's you know, in, in the penthouse, and he's demanding a fucking cake, a custom-made cake at four in the morning. And it's it has to be in the shape of a freaking big cock. He wants a penis cake. So they drag this guy out of bed, and he has to fucking come in with bells on to uh, to make this cake. Any so, particular um, flavor? Semen? I don't know. I probably strawberry. But anyway, he goes, he goes ahead and he makes the cake, and uh, has to rush it up. And, and they were telling me, I guess he got on the actual phone with Elton John. He's going, "I want my cake. I want my funny cake, and I want it now. I want my cake now. I don't care. I don't care. I want my cake right now." Demanding little bitch. Okay? So this guy makes the fucking cake and they gotta take it up to him. At the same time, supposedly Elton John's accountants are telling him he's broke. He's like going fucking bankrupt. I wonder why. You know, they charge him like five grand for the freaking cock cake. So, you know, unbelievable. I wish I was there. I really do. Was it custard or cream filled? Oh, probably. So they take it up there, and Elton John and his little freaking entourage are, you know, laughing. And, and this poor fucking asshole has to get up at four in the morning and, uh, and make this fucking penis cake. So what would you have done if you were there? You don't want to know. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I would have fucking delivered the cake with the chef's hat on, and I would have, I would have freaking brought it into the room. And, you know, at the same time, bring it over here. I want my cake right now, demanding little bastard. And uh, I would have taken fucking Elton John's head, grabbed him by the hair, and I would have fucking jammed his face right into the freaking piano. Just like that. Play us a song, Elton. I jammed his freaking face in. And I would have fucking jammed his face right into the cake in front of all his friends, and then I'd take the freaking cabinet to the piano, and I'd... Whack his freaking head for good measure Right in the fucking thing Like that That's what I would have done I love you know? Sir Elton now, Apparently he's a you know, dick Fat overstuffed little fucking You don't tell me to make you a fucking Black forest cock cake at four in the morning When normal freaking guys are sleeping <laughs> Unbelievable But that's what I would have done I got a Trying to think if I get any other celebrity shit for you. It's been a long time. It has been a long time. I know there was something else you wanted to tell me. Uh, yeah. Fuck. I broke sh- my TV the other night. Oh, Did you yeah? shoot it like Elvis? I put a metal rod right through my TV and I almost electrocuted myself. How? Well done. <laughs> well, basically, I saw the end of our civilization. So the end of our society as we know it. That's it. It's over. I can't wait. I was flipping around on the TV, 
and I happened to come across what what's this? What some fucking thing on MTV? It was a bunch of kids sitting around, and it turned out that it was a bunch of freaking rich kids, and they were having their sweet sixteen parties, and that was the name of the show. And I just watched it because, you know, I was like, well, this is strange. What's this? What, who cares if it's a fucking kid's 16-year-old party? Oh, maybe they're showing the, the party and they're going. No, it's a bunch of fucking disgusting, fat, soft-assed, fucking empty, vapid, spoiled, little lily soft-handed fucking pieces of shit. You know? And, and they actually had one of the shows. And then they had all the evil little fucking sixteen-year-old cocksuckers together, and I, 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 I broke the TV because after this seeing is, this, we're absolutely fucked. Is this a I reality show? I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's a bunch of little fucking rich kids, so they'll take the richest little snots that they can find, and you know, their mommy and daddy will spend. I don't know, fuck, yeah, like a hundred grand or three hundred grand on a party. This was them sitting around together talking about how fucking special they are and how uh, tough it is being a fucking celebrity. Mm. And I puked and then I put a rod through my TV. You know. It, Did it's, you? It's, it's, we're fucked. We're absolutely fucked. You compare that to the Mexican kid who sneaks in here and he's fucking working on a farm sending money back so his little sister can eat you know so his mother has some fucking food <laughs> mm-hmm. and these, these little fucking cocksuckers are you know talking about how they didn't get enough Rolls Royces to deliver their fat, fucking soft ass little friends to their shitty party you know what I'd like to see I'll tell you what you can make it a pay-per-view I'd like to see these kids fucking slaughtered live on TV <laughs> and then their parents well, that's subtle. Just I, fucking I, slaughter them. Right I don't on think TV. this is the first, first time that you've suggested this. Party, and then you and your fat, disgusting fucking pig parents get a samurai sword would be a, probably a great weapon. Just fucking slice and dice them. Feed them to a fucking tribe somewhere in New Guinea. That's what I do. What else is going on in your miserable life? Nothing, man. <laughs> Nothing, and I'm sorry for letting my imagination running away with me, but I'm just so sick of all these fucking so-called icons, these pukes. I, uh, I have to, I have to react. And, and you, know? you, you live in the, uh, the land of those kind of people. Yeah, and then I get all these fucking, well, not all the time, but I get bad things happen to me, like machines it's like that Mayan calendar the machines rise up and they fucking challenge you and they try and screw you up and so you know, have you considered that I got maybe a call from my girlfriend the other day I'm not doing very well and I don't have a nice place and she's going on about how ooh she went to a friend's place and they're French and they have the most beautiful house she's ever seen in her entire life no, no house was ever better no house was ever you know more beautiful or expensive you know what am I supposed to do with that? I just said, well, I don't like nice things. I don't have any nice things. Well, that's easy to believe. And that adds to my fury. <sighs> well, I don't have any nice things in my life. I have an old piano, and I can pretend that Elton John's fucking head is bouncing off of it. Play another screw, Betty. Stop it. Stop it. I will not order it. Big cake at four in the morning. 
I have to go now. I'm yeah. ending my segment. <laughs> this has been Celebrity Street Beat, the angry phone <laughs> guy. Bye. <laughs> Thanks. It's always good to hear the word from the street. Thank you. Next time I'll give you my political views. <laughs> Wonderful. Sweet. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Anyway, <laughs> send us your stories of 800 words or less. Shorts at theitspot.com. Subscribe and review us on iTunes. Emphasis on review. We don't have enough reviews. Yeah. Other people have hundreds of thousands, your, and we have fives of tens. Give, give us your comments. Uh, you can uh, check us out on MySpace at uh, myspace.com slash airatmyshorts. You can speak to us and, and other uh, people that have nothing better to do at uh, uh, our forums at theitspot.com slash forums. They're fun people. And, uh, they are. They're good people. Call our audio comment line, please. Uh, and that's at 305-767-4697. That would be 76 shows. Good night, everybody. You've been listening to Air Out My Shorts with Preston Buttons and the word whore. Air out your shorts by sending your short stories to shorts at theitspot.com or visit us at our website at theitspot.com. Era or shorts, my shorts. Buttons, are you there? Hello? I have a bowl of almonds. They're crunchy. Mmm. Almonds. Couldn't really use those for food sex, could ya? Oh, here he comes. I can hear him. Boopy doop boop. Hi. Hi. I'm eating almonds. Almonds? Mm-hmm. That's crazy. They're delicious. Useless in terms of food sex, I was just telling our listeners. Not much you could do with an almond. Uh, I could think of some things that you could do with an almond. I'm sure I know what you're thinking. I think <laughs> you'd be in danger of losing a few. <laughs> That's true. Nobody wants that.